Welcome to the Places Where We Go podcast. Hello, I'm Julie. And I'm Art. We're the hosts of the Places Where We Go podcast. Join us as we share our travel stories. We'll tell you about where we've been, what we saw, and what we did. We're always looking for a bit of an adventure. Sometimes we travel far. Sometimes we explore the places in our own local backyard. Wherever we go, we'll let you know about the highlights and top tips to help you plan your future adventures. This is the Places Where We Go podcast. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for joining us on episode four of the Places Where We Go podcast. Last time, we talked about things to see during a trip to Cardiff, Wales. In today's episode, we'll continue our journey through the city of Cardiff as we focus on restaurants, lodging, and general tips for visiting Cardiff. Okay, let's talk about some food, my favorite subject of all. I love food. Yes. So we had several food experiences that were interesting. Our favorite food experience I would say it would be the restaurant called The Pie Minister. Mm-hmm. It was fabulous. It it does specialize in pies, and I'm not sure if it's called a pasty there or... No. These, that's different. That's totally different. So these were savory pies. They had several different types, and it had inside a flaky crust, and on top was this beautiful crust on the top that was baked just perfect. The flavors that you got out of that were intense and wonderful, and it had that gravy-like stuff in the middle, you know, with with vegetables. We happen to pick vegetables because we like things with vegetables rather than meat, but it was absolutely a wonderful place to be. It had a nice little atmosphere. It was kind of a funky atmosphere. It looked like it was a newer restaurant. It had a newer feel to it. Mm-hmm. The waitresses were fun and friendly. I, I really enjoyed it yeah. there. And the place was packed when we, oh, yeah. when we were there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing that I liked about it, and so when we go to different places, I like to try to find foods that are different than what we're going to have in Los Angeles. And even though in Los Angeles is this mecca where you have just about everything, mm-hmm. but Pie Minister is an example of one of those types of places where I, I don't know that we have anything like that where we live. So it's it's fairly unique. You know, the whole savor, savory pie thing, if you're from the UK, mm-hmm. I suspect you've got that throughout. Yeah. But if you're not from there, that would be an example of something that you might try that's different than food that you probably yeah. have every day where you live. Yeah. Well, even in the dessert menu, they specialize in Sundays. And there's a variety. They, they give you a whole page of you kind of have to pick out how much you want, what, what toppings you want. They have some that are already named. I forget the one you had because you had one that was named. I happened to just get a chocolate. I ended up asking the waitress because I couldn't make my d- a decision. What would you have? And she said cherry pie sundae, yeah. so I said sold, and then she brought me the cherry yes, pie sundae. Yes, and I went very simple. I just had yeah. my chocolate. Yeah. The one disappointment that I did have about Pie Minister, because I did have one disappointment, i got to say, and that's that I couldn't try every single pie on the menu there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another place that we went to that was enjoyable and kind of unique for us was a place called the Barker Tea House, and that was in one of the arcades. We had stopped there one afternoon for kind of a, a light lunch, but it's a... Uh, it was a tea house, and we were also looking for that tea house type of experience. This place was, you, when you walked in, I kind of got got the, the sense of if you ever saw that t- 
Tom Petty video. I think it's Don't Come Around Here No More. It's the one where he's, uh, it's kind of like got this Alice in Wonderland theme. You know, you oh, walk sure, into this place yeah. and it's, it's got the high back chairs, it's got the couches, you got the, the fancy tea coming out. It's that kind of a vibe. We enjoyed some teas there. We had this food called that we haven't seen before. And so those who are familiar with this are going to laugh at us. So it's called Bloomers. We had no idea what a bloomer was, but that was some kind of a sandwich. Yeah. I had difficulty reading the menu because it yeah. had bloomers and I had no idea what that was. But we took a chance on a bloomer. I just said, let's go for it. And we did. Yep. We had a jackfruit bloomer, I think it was, right? Jackfruit with some kind of barbecue sauce. Yeah. So the guy told you that it was going to be something like a pulled pork, pork. sandwich yeah. taste. And as you mentioned, we, we prefer the vegetable type of thing, so we took a mm-hmm. chance on that. And it, it, was, it was good. It went mm-hmm. well with the tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really need ambiance. So the Barker Tea House is a recommendation in Cardiff City Center. Uh, it was fun. It had the china. It was all mismatched. And then they had the iron teapots and the bloomers. I mean, the bread on the bloomers was uh, at least an inch and a half thick on, on uh mm-hmm. It was a lot of sandwich. Yeah. Another popular place when we were there, like every single seat was was taken. Yeah. Yeah. Another place I enjoyed was the Queen's Vault, which had a very English pub-like experience. So Yeah. And this is, I think, right across the way from that stadium. Yes. We were just kind of wandering and looking. We weren't sure what we were going to do. And we ended up going in there. That's also where we met that kind couple that told us about the fairy tale Castle Coke. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of items on the walls it felt very public because there was all these items sports items mm-hmm. just depictions of things related to alcohol it was a fun experience in there it had a lot of dark wood we weren't sure how the ordering worked so we had to kind of figure that out along the way because it was our first night there and uh, we sat there and we were like do we get up and order or does a waitress come to us? And we ended up, I saw other people going up to the bar and ordering. So I told mm-hmm. you, oh, yeah, you have to go up to the bar. That's one of the things you look for in Cardiff was how do you order? You went up, I kind of told you what I wanted. You went up and ordered and uh, we ended up having curry dishes, which is very popular in Wales. And we also had some drinks. Some pints. Some pints. One of the things that you said that you were going to try to do when we got back home was to, to recreate some of the meals that we had. Mm-hmm. So I think the first one that we did recreate was the curry that we had at the Queen's Vault. If you go to the placeswherewego.com website, you could go to the search menu, uh, type in curry, and that recipe will come up. And I think it's called something like vegetable curry a la Queen's Vault. So it's our take on what we had there. So there's going to be more recipes from the trip coming soon. So so stay tuned on, on the website. So you had mentioned there was the items on the wall. Yeah. So there was, you know, some of the items, there was different types of shirts. Right. That looked and like they came from famous athletes. Yes. And I kept looking at it thinking, what is that? Is that a soccer shirt? Is it a rugby shirt? Yeah, I wasn't I, sure. So I mentioned it to you. Yeah. And I, I remember I got up from the table and I went to take a closer look and right. I couldn't really tell. And that's when I sat back down and we were kind of joking around. What could that be? And right. You said what? And apparently in our conversation, this is when the couple next to us were kind of hearing what we had to say. Eavesdropping. So. And you, you said... Well, after we went through soccer and rugby, and I'm thinking, what else could there be? And I'm thinking, maybe it was a dart champion. 
And then, and the, then t- the, the guy piped in and says, you're right, the 17th champion of uh, dart throwing or something like that. And I just remember looking at you and go, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, so the dart champions are memorialized on the walls in the Queen's Vault. So that was a fun place. It was fun. While we're on the subject of food, one of the things that I'm always looking for, because I love me a good cup of coffee, is where am I going to get a good cup of coffee whenever we go travel someplace? And we did find a place on Queen Street called 200 Degrees. I think it was something like the 200 Degrees Coffee House and Barista School. I'll just say they had wonderful coffee. That was another place, kind of like the pie minister. My complaint was I couldn't try more pies there. My complaint at uh, 200 degrees was was that I couldn't try more coffees there. So if you're a coffee buff, you can get it drip. You could get it espresso. You can get it in a V60. You can get it in an AeroPress. Uh, So they serve it and brew it all kinds of different ways. They had a great pastry bar with all kinds of sandwiches. They even do pour overs. So coffee just about any way you like it so if you love yourself some coffee try the 200 degrees coffee shop on queen street be aware that if you are an early riser you will have to wait to get your coffee because it doesn't open until later which is true of a lot of places in the city center Mm -hmm. because we we had a couple of days when we were doing some of our, our travels outside of the city and we said, hey, we're going to get up early and get ourselves some breakfast and coffee before we hit a train. Yeah, which is usual for us, yeah. you know. But in Cardiff City Center, uh, things don't really start moving till about 9 a.m., I noticed. Yeah, which is late for us. Yeah. But good to know. The other thing I really enjoyed was we had passed a few ice cream shops. And one of them that we had stopped in and, and got some gelato was from Cream's Cafe on St. Mary's Street. Mm-hmm. So they had quite a variety of things. Um, there, we had gotten there just before they were getting ready to close up. So they were very generous to allow us to get uh, our gelato for the night. Yeah. Um, we had mint and chip and Arabica coffee. I you think... remember that? I don't remember that. I just remember it was good. <laughs> we also had <laughs> hazelnut and Oreo, Julie. Oh, that was me, right? That was you. <laughs> that was me. Great stuff. There's lots of options for places to stay in Cardiff. You've got hotels surrounding the Cardiff City Center. We ended up choosing an apartment, though, that we found just on the east side, on the outer edge of the city center. So the place we we stayed at was called the Willow Service Apartments. The nice thing about an apartment option is you get a little more space than you otherwise do in a hotel. Mm. This place had a kitchen area. There was a sitting area. So it, it just gave us some more room to unwind. There are, I think, some pros and cons, though, with whatever you're choosing for your lodging, be it a hotel, be it an apartment. The the thing for, for me that I found a little bit challenging with this type of a place was there is no front desk. So mm. this is not a place that you just walk up to and say, hey, I'm here. I'm like, want the keys to my room. You've got to be in communication with them in advance. And it turned out for us that with this place, we weren't going to get the specific information about what the code was for the lockbox key until 24 hours before we arrived there, which was the challenging for us because 24 hours before that, we were heading out on a plane and I wasn't going to have cell phone service. So we worked our way through it, but just, just kind of know that with an apartment, you're going to be dealing with some different logistics. But the pricing was very comparable to a hotel, and I kind of liked being 
a little bit outside of the city center for you know our sleeping you got to think probably maybe a little bit more quiet than you otherwise would in the heart of the city yeah and i have to say working with the willow apartments the the young man that we had connected with throughout this process he was very helpful mm-hmm. we did get there a little bit earlier than we expected mm. and uh, so he kind of uh, walked us through that process and we got the key and we did get in early we were able to put our backpacks down and then go out because we hadn't eaten yet. So we were kind of hungry. He was very accommodating. So I think that was a good choice for us, you know, to do this apartment type of uh, lodging. Let's talk about tips that people may want to think about when they're visiting Cardiff. Okay. Given that the weather is somewhat variable in terms of rain, I think it's a good idea to, to be prepared for rain. We decided that on this trip, even though we, we need to expect rain, and we were packing very minimally. We weren't going to pack umbrellas, so we just had some some light but very good quality raincoats, and they came in handy for us a, a couple of days on our trip, including our very first day in Cardiff where it was nonstop rain the entire day. So be prepared for rain. Given that this is also a city center area where there's it's conducive to being a pedestrian, you're gonna to wanna to have some good quality walking shoes. Oh, that's a must. One of the things that we noticed in Europe in general, in the places that we were at, is, as you know, the Brits drive on the wrong side of the road. Sure I just like, don't understand this. Looked like the wrong side to me. It's very confusing to us Americans. And even when you're walking, it's confusing because you're not sure which way to look for cars. You're so used to looking mm-hmm. the opposite way that uh, you know, when you're in America. So be really aware that when you're in Cardiff and you're crossing streets, that you have to be very, very careful before you step off the curb. You'll also notice there's a lot of probably, you know, native Welsh that cross the street on the red lights. So if they see that nothing's coming, they're just, they're jumping out in the street and they're crossing. I, we actually did that because we kind of followed along with crowds and we went across on, on red lights. When in Cardiff. Right? Yes. So, I mean, so that worked, that worked out for us, but you just have to be really careful. Yeah. Because you never know when a car is going to come around a corner. And if you're looking the wrong way, that could that could spell disaster. Yeah. One thing that was also kind of unique, at least we only came across this in Cardiff, is when the light turned for you to cross the street, it would only get you to halfway across the street. Yeah, so, right. So you'd get like a green light to get to the halfway point, And then you'd have to wait in the middle of the street to wait for the light to get through the other it's side. It's like a separate light. Yeah. Yeah. So you, it's not like here in America where... It turns green or you got the walking green guy and that you go across the whole street. It doesn't work that way there. You stop halfway. There's this little center divider and you wait there until the other side turns green. I just, for the life of me, I could not get used to traffic coming from the other way. So I found myself needing to, to pay real close attention to which way cars were coming from because yeah. invariably especially I think when I was looking to uh, cross on, on a corner I'd be thinking if there was a car coming around the the side my brain was always ready for the car to be coming from the area that it was not coming from and not being prepared for where well, it actually yeah and the yeah. left hand turns that yeah. the cars would make because yeah. you're just not you're not looking for that left hand turn because you're not used to it so be careful be careful out there how do you get around Cardiff? Well, there's lots of ways to get around. Buses are an option. They have Cardiff bus for the city central area. There's trains at the Cardiff Central Railway Station. 
it's the main hub if you want to go out to mm-hmm. venture out in other places and cities and areas. And it is also located in the city center. Of course, there's taxis and there's Uber and Lyft. You want to download those apps before you leave. And if you are brave enough to drive, you can also uh, rent a car. We are not that brave. Oh, no way. (laughs) I couldn't even walk with confidence across the streets, much less drive a car. I would love the challenge, but I think it would be quite a challenge. Yeah, that'd be funny. Can you imagine me trying to stick shift with my wrong hand? I think I could do it. That'd be quite a sight to see. Uh, Yeah. I think the, the mode of transportation that we use the most was probably our feet. Or walked. Yeah. We walked everywhere. That's why we say get very comfortable walking yeah. shoes. And that's the nice thing about the, the city center. There were so many things within, you know, I don't know, 15 minute walk of wherever you are. You could be at museums, you could be at parks, you could be at stores, you could be at restaurants. So much to do. So, you know, Cardiff was just a, a great place to be able to see quite a number of things. The one thing I loved about, you know, the walking and what you were doing to get us from place to place was you would download those Google Maps offline or however you did it. I did not have international coverage on my phone when we left. So I knew that if I wanted to use the GPS for any kind of navigation, the only way I'd be able to do that was Google offers what they call downloadable maps. So you can call up a city and I had downloaded every place that we were going to during the UK trip. So for an example, Cardiff, you you, you, you pull that up and then on Google Maps on the phone, there's an option to download. And then when you're in the UK, if you happen to be like me and you don't have the international coverage and your your phone basically isn't working, you could still go to the app, pull up that map, and it's going to show you with a little blue dot where you are and you can you know navigate to specific points of interest. That helped us so we would find ourselves you know in the city center. We may not have known, for example, exactly where the Pie Minister restaurant was. So you know just type in Pie Minister even in the offline mode, and you just kind of follow the blue dot to where you're trying to go, and so that was very helpful for us. That's very helpful, Mm -hmm. and I would just follow you, but there are times where you would be having your phone in front of you, and you would just kind of be going in circles trying to find which way that blue dot should be moving, Mm -hmm. um, which was actually quite comical sometimes to watch you do that, but I should have videotaped it. Mm. But it always got us to the place we wanted to go. Yep, yeah, we didn't. never found ourselves completely lost. Mm-hmm. So that was good, especially when you're in a city that you've never been there right, before. Right. right. Hey, I have some more fun facts, Julie. Fun so, facts, yeah, okay. So, you know, one of the other things that somebody might do before they, they land someplace is pull up some movies or TV shows that were filmed in the area that you're going to. And I found out that there's several things that were filmed in Cardiff. Those include Doctor Who, Merlin, the Sarah Jane Adventures, and I think it's a series called Sherlock. So if you want to soak up some Cardiff and the general area through your TV set, those are some options for you. Hey, I got one for you. What do you got? I got that Captain Morgan, the famous Captain Morgan. Oh, the guy who makes rum? That the guy? guy who makes rum, yeah. He was actually born in Cardiff. Is that so? Yes, unbeknownst to me because I had always thought he was born in the Caribbean. Well, hey, we should, we should go drink ourselves some Captain Morgan in, <laughs> uh, as a memory to our time in Cardiff, huh? <laughs> Any other impressions about Cardiff as we look to close this up? 
My time in Cardiff was very, very enjoyable. And I think a lot of that is due to the fact that I had that ancestral connection to it. So I completely enjoyed being there, walking the streets. The city itself was exciting. It had a very nice feel to it. Um, There's always things you should be looking out for when you're in a big city. Mm -hmm. And that's, you don't even have to speak about those. We all know what those are. But it had a feeling of friendliness to me. I think the people were always kind of willing to help. You didn't get stink eyes from anybody. And so I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed the history of it. And I really want to go back because yeah. I think there's a lot more that we can see. Yeah. When I think back to this particular trip, we spent the time in Cardiff that we talked about. As we go through our next episodes, several of them, in the coming weeks and and months probably. We're gonna talk about several places that we went to in England also. Mm -hmm. When I think of going back to the UK, the thing that I'm most interested in is actually soaking up more of Wales. Mm-hmm. You know, because I felt like we just scratched the surface and there is so much more to see. There's so much more history that you don't hear about as much as some of the places in England, even up through, you know, if it's not, you know, the other castles and the coastal towns, it's national parks like Snowdonia. So you can make probably several trips out of just going to Wales. And it, it, yeah. I think it's unfortunate that... When people think about going to the UK, you know, the the first place everybody thinks about is London, just like when people think about going to Italy, you think about Rome. And there's so much more to countries than the biggest city that it has to offer. And you find some really neat gems when you do go off the beaten path. Yeah. See what else there is to see. I agree. And I'm hoping that we go back very soon. One of the things I did want to mention is as we go through these shows now and in the future, you know, we're going to do our best to do our research and get, you know, the facts right about whatever it is we talk about. I did find out after the second episode that we did that I did get some information wrong about Virginia Cheryl, who is one of the folks that we spoke about. So I had missed one of her marriages. So just for the fact checkers out there, there was one more marriage than I actually gave her credit for. It was her first marriage. Her second marriage was actually Carrie Grant. Yeah, I missed the first one. Yeah. So so that that's just my... Uh, Correction. It's my notice of correction for that episode and every episode moving forward. We do our best to get our information right. Sometimes we may be wrong, and when we're wrong, we'll let you know. We'll be the first to admit it. One of the things that we're going to also try to do and keep up to date on on the website, again, which is www.theplaceswherewego.com, is we have blogged the entire UK trip during the time that we were there. We're also going back and we're going to be listing the itineraries that we used. So we're going to share those with you. So if you're interested in planning a trip um, and want to know about the places to see, we'll list those out on a on a simple printable one-page itinerary so you've got something you can take with you Um, i find it a little frustrating for me when i look up itineraries online and you're like scrolling 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 you know after your page after page and it's it's not something that you can you know print and use we're going to try to fix that on our end and give you something that you can you know print and, and reference so we have our first one posted on the website and that's for cardiff and there will be more to come 
So stay tuned for those. And I think we already mentioned we're going to be looking to recreate some of those recipes. We'll share those with you online as well. So do check the website from time to time. See the latest on the blog because we're going to be including more information from the UK trip on the website. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and say goodbye for now. Our next episode, we will be talking about Raglan Village and the castle that resides there called Raglan Castle. Plus a few more tidbits on some discoveries we made after we got back in regards to other castles in the area. This might be helpful to some of you that likes to go to castles and and visit castles. So that will be our next episode, but we're going to say goodbye for now. Cheerio. (laughs) If you have any comments or info to share with us about travel, you can write us at comments at theplaceswherewego.com You can also follow us on social media. Right now we're on Twitter and Instagram, both at The Places Where We Go. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you at The Places Where We Go. See you next time. Bye now.